What do you get when you mix monsters from another dimension, S&M, Jeffrey Combs with a penis Santana, and Ken Foray in a turtleneck sweater? That's right, From Beyond commentary track on this episode of Attack of the Killer Podcast. Attention planet Earth and beyond. Stay tuned for Attack of the Killer Well, hello. What the fuck are we getting into here? <laughs> Is this well, a David Lynch movie? Yeah, you would think. It's as if David Lynch met David Cronenberg met. I don't know. <laughs> Made babies. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, so, yeah, so we're doing a commentary track for the movie From Beyond, directed by Stuart Gordon. From 1986. This movie's awesome. Can't wait to get into it. But before we do, we got to introduce everybody to the podcast crew. Now, I'm okay. <clears throat> I'll just get into it, I guess. <laughs> this movie's got me really confused. What's new? Yeah, say. Anyway. How right. this time? All right. <laughs> first, first up. Jason Bollinger, everybody. And Jason, is that supposed to be a penis coming out of his head? Uh, <laughs> I'm with hell. Okay. All right, next up, John Stalter. Like, seriously, it's a penis, right? Sure. Okay. I mean, if you don't know what a penis looks like by now, then you've <laughs> been totally fooling everybody. Well, oh. there's one person who would know for sure if it's a penis or not. <laughs> Terry Turford, everybody. Hey! Oh, poor Terry. <laughs> and lastly, he knows it's not a penis because it's not long enough to Sam That's a good one. Oh, man. There's only one one-eyed monster. <laughs> okay, so yeah, from beyond, this is going to be good. Good. Right? Um, this is a request from one of our many wonderful, awesome Patreon donators, Chelsea Lemming. So this one's for you, Chelsea. Yeah, it's it's like you 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 like the Patreon people more than the non-Patreon people. The way you said that. Do you want my eternal love? You too can by <laughs> donating to <laughs> Patreon. Is this like church? Kind of. Church of the horror podcast. Yeah, we are religion. But it's easy. You just go to Patreon. You donate a couple bucks a month. It's a per month thing. It's really easy to do. You get different perks. Super easy. You also get uh, bonus episodes. (laughs) I wanted to say mini episodes, but they're not that. They're bonus episodes. Because it's different somehow. But that's also what's really cool that like not enough people know about yet is these these little tiny episodes that we do for Patreon only are really a lot of fun and very personal. Yeah, and very personal. I don't Turn know. Turn the lights, light some candles. They're re- no, no. But they're I don't know. They're they're easy to digest and 
fun little insides to the crew. And they are recorded and recorded and produced especially just for you Patreon listeners. This isn't like old stuff that we've taken off That's off right. of the web and rehashed it just for the Patreoners. Like a lot of a lot of podcasts are doing the Patreon thing. And one of my favorite podcasts, I'm not gonna mention your name. I just listened to the newest episode today, was talking about their Patreon. And one of their bonus episodes is like content that they used to give the regular listeners to Boo. And now they're they're hoarding it for the Patreons. No, this is all brand new, never existed, just for There's no the other Patreons. way to get this content. Never, ever, ever, unless we can figure out another way to make money off or it. Or sleep with Mike. Those are the only two ways. <laughs> <laughs> only two ways. Like he knows how to give those episodes to somebody. That's true. <laughs> don't tell him that part. We no. gotta I gotta finish the deal first and then Oh. Don't worry guys, it won't take long. No, nah, it's the episodes are longer. Anyway. <laughs> um, I'm not lying. No. <laughs> How do you think I got on the podcast? <laughs> His voice was a lot deeper back then, too. Okay. And, um, what? what? We should probably oh, do this. Going. I have a feeling it's going to be... cool. The mood is... It feels like it's already set for a lot of inappropriate innuendos and sex jokes and whatnot. So this movie's just going to uh, really... This is going to be our X-rated episode... <laughs> Thanks to well, uh, from Ken Foray shouldn't have a mustache in this movie, so <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm obsessed with penis antennas. That's all I gotta say. So you'll hear. I'll cut out the antenna part, guys. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I kind of wanted to do a um, Rocky Horror thing with this episode, and every time uh, the the antenna pops out, we call Jeffrey Combs a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Okay. <laughs> Even though we really like him, we do. He's awesome. I love Jeffrey Combs, and we'll see why in a minute. This isn't my favorite Jeffrey Combs movie by any stretch. Which, but it may not be what you think, though. Either I'd have to go with my favorite Jeffrey Combs performance would have to be Frighteners. I know. Oh, I, yeah. oh damn, he's so good in that. So good. You were. I was hoping you thought I was going to say animator. animator. No, that's what you wanted people to think. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Fred is so good. He's amazing. He really so good. good. Yeah. Okay. Well, All that's right. probably stuff to talk about during the movie. Yeah. So, because since it's supposed to be a commentary track, we're going to run out of things to say. <laughs> so, those at home listening to this and want to watch the movie with us, we have it queued up right before. Uh, it fades in from black. It's like black right now on the screen. It's going to fade in at Jeffrey Combs at the computer or whatever. Um, this is the dir- director's, director's cut. cut. Or uncut cut. Director's, director's cut. cut. Director's cut. It has so many seconds extra footage. Yep. 30 seconds. Stuff that was cut out for to get their uh, rating from the MPAA. Bastards. Puts phones on silent. <laughs> Didn't Scream Factory put out a kick-ass version of this? Of course this? they did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You could you can like put a list of movies up on a list of kick-ass movies up on a wall and throw throw a dart at it, and more than likely Scream Factory's done a yeah. Within the last what two years they've been around? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've been dominating the market. They're so amazing. I love. Oh them. yeah, it's a good time to be a fan. <clears throat> Hell yeah. 
Anyway, so let's do it. Uh, I'm going to count down from three. So that's three, two. Now I'll say, <laughs> I'll say go after one. So you don't go, go on one. Wait for well, me to I say Well, I might go. because I can't get it to 27. So that, that's true. <laughs> so three, two. Maybe I should say zero. <laughs> no. After uh, two, one, go. That's what you say. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. I'm nervous. Oh, wait, you should go. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, shit. No. Start over. Start over. Cue up your movie again. Somebody else need to start doing this because he's bad yeah. at that. Every time, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I picked a new joke this time. Come on. Did you? But you're going to use it the next five times, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you ready, Sam? Are you good? I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Three, two, one, go. Crap. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Typing away. Look at that supercomputer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We're probably going to have a lot of fun with the technology yeah. in this movie. What the hell does he have in his mouth? It's a pencil. People use those? Penis antenna. <laughs> That's later. Look at them graphics yeah. of the monitor. He's, he's foreshadowing the phallic symbolism. <laughs> Zane's is ready. <laughs> Wow, look at that keyboard. <laughs> oh, look at that. That's oh awesome. God. This is high tech. This is like, well, I remember this. Cutting edge. I want this in my so, living room. So that whole room would be the size of a cell phone now. Yeah. <laughs> a cell phone from 10 years ago. What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Wonder what he's doing. Oh, shit. What's that? Ooh. She's making ice cream. Yeah, the static ball (laughs) thing. That makes ice cream. It better. Oh, God. With all that doodad shit going on, I want ice cream now. Gotta have the the flip thing. The Tasty Freaks Machine! Yeah. You're not supposed to have the... I'm not supposed to have these either! Those tuning forks? They don't look like tuning forks. It's windy all of a sudden. Tuna forks? Tuning. Oh. <laughs> oh no. There went the product placement. <laughs> Penis. <laughs> See? We're right. She does know. <laughs> he knows a flying penis. Flying, when she sees. flying see-through penis. Oh my god. Uh, the fuck is happening? Uh, you. It's a veiny bastard. Oh my god. <laughs> Kids, if you're listening, you might want to stop now. <laughs> and ask your mom and dad how babies are made. <laughs> I'm not sure why they would be watching this movie anyway, but... I'm. There's a lot of movies that I'm sure we all watched when we were younger that we shouldn't have. Yeah. This was one of them for me. I was going to say, yeah, this was probably one of them. I saw this way, way too young. I don't remember how old I was when I saw it. Is this where he's getting all kinky and shit? I think this later. Now that's a hairy chest. <laughs> 
So it's been a long time since I've seen this movie, and um, when I was doing research for this episode, I, did, I had totally forgotten. <laughs> My God. <laughs> I had totally forgotten that uh, that it was this actor that played the the Doctor Pretorius or whatever Pretorius. For I I always remembered it being David Gale from Reanimator, probably because the rest of the Reanimator cast is in this movie. Oh. But... That's a, that's not the guy from Fantasy Island. <laughs> <laughs> Ricardo Montalban. Yeah. Welcome to Fantasy Island. They're playing, they're playing, boss, they're playing. Your fantasy involves flying penis monsters. <laughs> I don't want to be in Jason's fantasy anymore. <laughs> anymore? Don't lie to the people. <laughs> Your penis, it's growing. <laughs> Your mind penis, it's growing. <laughs> Women say that men think with the other brain. Oh. Oh, man. That's an antique. Oh, gotta go to Radio Shack. And if you remember, I did a short when I, uh, Wicked Words on this not too long ago. Because it's based on an HP right. Lovecraft story. But it's a short story, right? Very short. It's like yeah. six pages. <laughs> That's really short. It's probably less than that, actually. Yeah, it's super, super short. Those must be huge pages. So really, this is more just inspired loosely off of that, because there was just so much, you know, there wasn't a lot that they could take from it. And... Yeah, I think the original was published in, like, what, 1920 or something? Yeah. I mean, obviously, this, like, like Reanimator, is, uh, you know, modernized. Oh, yeah, for sure. Very yeah. much so. And like Dr. Praetorius, I think, I don't think he's in the original short story at all. No, yeah, the um that doc the doctor is actually it's kind of flip flopped. Doctor Praetorius in this movie would have been the Crawford character in the story. And then oh. so then um uh, what's his faces? Uh, yeah, Crawford Tillinghast is the, yeah. the mad scientist in the short story. Yeah, so Jeffrey Combs' character in this movie, he actually wasn't even named in the story. Like, he was just kind of the narrator. Right, that's right. typical. Like in like in a, a reanimator, Dan's character is unnamed. Yeah. I guess that's kind of a common theme did you see that the house was 666 666 yeah haha <laughs> <laughs> uh, clever I don't get it <laughs> oh puppy now was the short story so um how do I want to phrase this like so sexually no no. Okay. There was like it wasn't sexual at all that I really recall. There was like like Lovecraft didn't even really have like sex. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, no, not. <laughs> that would explain his stories. Yeah. I mean, some Pressed. yeah, yeah. His pretty much all the stories are like devoid of like not just 
sex and romance, but like pretty much women completely are yeah. like non-existent. But yeah, uh, the short story from Beyond was published on November sixteenth, nineteen twenty. Fun fact. <laughs> that was fun. And a fact. So coming up on ninety six years old. Happy birthday, penis monsters! Hey. The commercial break. Oh, okay. Empire Pictures. So, this was this is directed by Stuart Gordon, who I love, Stuart Gordon. Um, and he did a lot of work for Empire, and then eventually, when it kind of morphed into Full Moon, back in the day, and I woo. I went back and woo, woo. Barbara Crampton, again, it's reanimator, Ken Barry. Um. Nobody's going to uh, woo for Ted? Jesus Christ. <laughs> God, poor Carolyn. <laughs> Bunny Summers! <laughs> I like your name. Is that, a, that is a porn it's name. It's got to be a fake name for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be my stripper. So name. yeah, Stuart, Stuart Gordon did a lot of, uh, a lot of work with uh, Empire and Full Moon, uh, Charles Band's companies. And I, and, I mean, he, he eventually... You know, ventured out of that, but he would come back like under Empire. He did like three. His first three films were all through Empire: uh, Reanimator, From Beyond, and Dolls. Good movie. Which I think, yeah, I think are all. Ooh, Beekler. I didn't know John Beekler did the effects and Mark Sirstrom. Nice. Is this a bunch of dongs in the background? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Oh, you're the expert. Maggots. I think. <laughs> um. <laughs> and, you're gonna and I think those this weekend. <laughs> those three films are like three of Empire's best pictures they ever put out. Uh yeah. Not only just that they're awesome movies, but I think financially as well. And then his work for Full Moon was Pit in the Pendulum, Robot Jocks, and Castle Freak, which I think are three of the best Full Moon movies, and they definitely stand out am- amongst a lot of the uh, the other stuff from. Um... Yeah. Okay, real quick there. That door, the door opening and closing, <laughs> it's literally lifted. It's lifted from Star Trek. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Man, check out those glasses. Nice, up in her head. Sexy. I've seen her in person, but she, for some reason, wasn't signing autographs while we were there. She was just wandering around. She had like a table and everything, but she just wouldn't sit down to meet people. Huh. Huh. Was she nice? I didn't actually get to meet her. She walked by me. Touched her butt, uh, but, you know, that's about it. Nice. <laughs> She's still hot? Yeah. Nice. Jeffrey Combs is nice. nice, though. Met him twice now. He seems like he would be a super cool dude. Well, my buddy's got a, a reanimator tattoo on his arm, and he had just gotten it done, and I showed the picture to Jeffrey Combs, and he's just like, that's that's really, really good. I don't get it. <laughs> like, why the fuck <laughs> would you, why would you put my face on your arm? Like, I don't understand it. But he thought it was amazing. He thought it was really well done, but just confused him a bit. That's awesome. <laughs> but he's, every time I've met him, he's been super, super cool. <clears throat> so the other lady in, in the scene with uh, Barbara Crampton, 
the the other doctor, that's Carolyn uh, Purdy Gordon, who is Stuart Gordon's real life wife. She'd show up in a lot of his a lot of his films. Yeah. But she's actually gone on to do a lot of other acting jobs though too. Almost almost having a better career than Stuart. Hello, Clarice. <laughs> Look at me while I come. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me! He's just a little guy, though, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Just a little sprite of a fella. <laughs> Put him in your pocket. It looks like a boy there. See, I just want to dance. And how I always felt like Jeffrey Combs was a... Seemed like he was always a pretty decent guy is the fact that he starred in um, Fred Owen Ray's Phantom Empire only because they were next-door neighbors. Really? Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'll give you an organ. He was real. That's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be that kind of episode. I was just thinking <laughs> I was trying to decide if it was Mike's fault for he started with the intros. It's or... Mike's fault. It's always that's Mike's fault. Take, I'll take the blame if it Goes down this road. <laughs> uh, this dirty, dirty road. A lot of potty mouths on this episode. Over every episode. That's true. Yeah, I was gonna say. So Stuart Gordon started off in stage. Actually, he was directed stage, and now he's kind of gone back to yeah. that. Yeah, I'd love to see him uh, as Poe. Hmm. I think the uh, one of the best lines in the movie is coming up here. Now, is that does that have to do with the short story? The whole like just creatures that exist in our realm, but just slightly off to where we can't see them kind of thing yeah, yeah. it has to do with like overwhelming this like being able to use your senses like to their maximum capabilities and things like in order, that in order to see them i guess yeah or like well like they're invisible and they like go on murdering sprees and things mm. <laughs> <laughs> like a gingerbread man <laughs> he kind of he kind of breaks the fourth wall there. It's kind of a callback to Reanimator. No. 
want to see how big his penis thing is. It's just a CAT scan. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so, and her name is Dr. Block, right? Which is... A tribute to Robert Block. Yeah, the author of Psycho. Who apparently knew H.P. Lovecraft, from what I've read. Oh. Yeah, they were uh, pen pals, man. Oh, wow. They, uh... I was actually... Uh, last last year at the at the Providence in Providence, Rhode Island, at the the John Hay Library, they had like an exhibit, and they had like the actual some actual letters from like Robert Block and H.P. Lovecraft. But uh, they had like, cool. they had like this fucking drawing that Robert Block did when he was in like you know grade school or something. And it was just like this really gnarly drawing of like this monster. It's like really bloody. I don't know. I thought that was funny. That's but awesome. yeah. <laughs> they were pen pals. I knew you'd be the right guy to have on this episode. Oh, shit. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> it's so big. <laughs> It's like I have no arms. It kind of nope. looks like it. Yeah. Yeah, his name's Matt. Or Bob. <laughs> his wife's name is Eileen. <laughs> she works at IHOP. She's missing a leg, yeah. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're horrible. <laughs> Still no arms. Yeah, we're... There's another person in that room. There is. Oh, yeah. The guy turns and then there's a big fro. <laughs> Seems like a good idea to me. <laughs> I seriously can't wait for her to lose those glasses. I know, right? <laughs> I wonder if she can get a, a 175 channels with this. <laughs> I'm waiting to see if we spot a reflection of the cameras in them or something. Yeah, no shit. Probably can. Probably see the whole crew. Yeah. Oh, and that guy... That guy looks familiar. It's, he looks like the news anchor in the first Batman movie. Oh. <laughs> Can't tell if it is him, though, but it kind of looks like him. Hmm. That's what Google's for. I want to be Alec Baldwin. Full head arms. <laughs> Poor guy. I don't know what his t-shirt says. He is the anchor man from the first Batman movie. He is then? No <laughs> shit. Yeah. Wow, oh I can't God. believe it took me that long to recognize him. Well, huge score his name for is you, Bruce man. McGuire. Points for John. Yay, yeah. what do I win? You need a lot more points. A, we a weekend with Jason? <laughs> if only that was... Oh, oh it is happening. It is happening. <laughs> Pretty excited about it. Fuck yeah. Can't wait to sing all those songs in the car. <laughs> Ride along songs. John's just going to be blaring metal the whole time. I was like, you guys like Hopefully. metal because that's all I have. <laughs> I'm kidding. Not for brown metal or 
orange metal. I'm kidding. Hey, hey. That crazy man. man. Not that mustache. <laughs> that guy said like that mustache is that he likes high class porn. I thought that turtleneck was for that. <laughs> Buford. Remember guy, when we met him? He's the best. Yeah. Yeah. And he talked about everything other than his movies. He hits on my wife every time we meet him. Oh, yeah. I had dinner with that guy. He's definitely... I love him, and he seems like a decent guy, but I'd have to say he is probably one of the biggest meeting-in-person disappointments. Really? All my celebrity disappointments. Oh, he he did not disappoint. It's not that it was negative. It was just... It was just blah. It was just blah. He just didn't seem to care too much when yeah, I was. Yeah, he didn't seem to want to be there. Yeah. And his Q and A was just almost downright hateful at certain points. Wow, that is the opposite of how I feel about him. Benevolent. Yeah, it was a bad time. So. He could have been hungover. I think he was bummed because it was like the day of uh, Muhammad Ali's funeral because he talked about it for like half an hour. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Was <laughs> he, was, he was at Crypticon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could see why. Might be bummed. But see, I was disappointed when I met Doug Bradley, because he just. Oh really? Well, he didn't seem like he gave a shit. It was the brought first it. convention I went to, and he just kind of was just like, "Yep, uh huh." Oh, but bummer. but I've heard other stories says he's a great guy, so he could have just been having a bad day. Yeah, I'm sure it happens. Well, Something to meet him again sometime. Oh yeah, I'm oh, sure, sure it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next time you meet him, just bring up ghost hunting, and that'll warm him up. <laughs> oh yeah, Flyboy talked to him about that for a long time, didn't he? Oh yeah, I, my back is still sore from all the daggers shoved into my back from the people behind me in line waiting for us <laughs> to fucking move. Because Doug Bradley and Flyboy are talking about ghost hunting for an hour. Yeah, that won't happen with me. <laughs> I'll show you around. Now, we don't have the volume up very high, but is it really bad ADR in this scene? Maybe it's just the fact that I can't hear it too well. <laughs> You're just so focused on our glasses that nothing else matters. <laughs> Speaking of bad ADR, um, <laughs> has anybody ever seen the movie Saturn 3? No. I listened to a podcast that was reviewing it today. It made me really want to see it because it sounds like it was a train wreck of a movie, production-wise. But it's got Harvey Keitel in it. Bonus. And all all of his dialogue is overdubbed by another actor. What? Yeah. Oh, man, I need to see this. Exactly! <laughs> Oops. Oh, my bad. Did you have a nice trip, Ken? See you next fall. But I'm bummed. Said Saturn three, Saturn three, yeah. He'll write that down. Ten percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yep, my kind of movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's got 
I, oh, I have heard of this because it's got Kirk Douglas and Farrah Fawcett. I mean, I've obviously yeah. never seen it, but it was a big budget sci-fi uh, studio film from the '70s that ended up being a major disaster. Like the director walked off, and yeah, this I, sounds like a big pile of shit. Yeah. Oh man, I need to see it so bad. I think Severin is uh, releasing a movie on one of their movie labels that was made for like 250 bucks, And it's what? a sci-fi movie. It's like old. It Oh, what's it called? Phobe? Just P-H-O-B-E. Huh. Shot on video. Uh... It look, looks horrible. So clearly uh, something Terry's going to like. Woo! Now, Here we now go. the kinky shit starting. Boobies. Mm. <laughs> Tatties. Oh, hello. You say weird, I say hot. <laughs> Told you he liked high class porn. <laughs> you kinky motherfucker. Aww. Spoil sport. I'm not gonna know how it ends. <laughs> I have something to ax you. <laughs> I like the score so far for this movie. Mm -hmm. I didn't pay attention to who did it. But uh wasn't it Albert Band or wait wait Freddy? It, it was Charles Band's brother, wasn't it? Not Albert. Um Man, we're bad at this. <laughs> you know that guy Mr. Band. Stevie. Chalk outline missing a head. Richard Band. Oh, yeah. Oh, Dick Band. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that was way funnier than it should have been. <laughs> it just goes along with the movie. Yeah. Holy fuck. What is, uh,. Ken Forey doing here? What? Who is he? He's a cop that's been hired to babysit, yeah, I guess. bodyguard sort of so deal. Yeah. He's just here for some love. <laughs> this machinery is like classic... Frankenstein type stuff, isn't it? Oh yeah. <laughs> Crawford. Although I I mean Again, we can't hear the audio too well, but what the fuck are they doing back here in the first place? They gotta go back to where it all began. Back to the future! <laughs> oh, Marty! Marty! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 
Ooh, yum. Is that shepherd's pie sort of stuff, or what? Mm-mm-mm. Nom. Yeah, that actually looks really fucking good. <laughs> I want Ken to cook for me. Oh, <laughs> uh, two for him? <laughs> I'm bigger than everybody, so clearly I need to eat more. <laughs> Just like Mama used to make. What you thinking about? Time a dick bit me on the face. <laughs> <laughs> Flying dick. <laughs> the uh, S&M outfit that Robert Crampton wears later in the movie she sold at a yard sale. Really? I wonder yep. I wonder how much. Lucky son of a bitch you bought that. Five senses isn't enough. So she just woke up to two guys standing over top of her watching her sleep. Nothing wrong with that, right? Beep, boop, beep, beep. Like it was the first time. Beep, boop, boop. Better. Last time she was in a Stuart Gordon movie and woke up. That time she was strapped to a table. Huh. Twenty thousand megahertz. I like when she says stimulating. <laughs> good, 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 good vibrations. So I said at the beginning of the show, my favorite, um, um, Jeffrey Combs movie. How about everybody else? Favorite movie or a favorite performance? Favorite performance. Favorite Jeffrey Combs moment. Um, it's hard to say. <clears throat> I, I, I really love his performance in Castle Freak. Just because that scene where he's like at the bar, shit-faced. It's like yeah. it's like the best drunk acting I've ever seen. Like he just totally commits to the, or maybe he was drunk. I don't know if he was acting, but that scene and that performance is good. So the the sound effect of the machine turning on was sampled by the Beastie Boys for their song Intergalactic. Nice. 
So, John, what about you? Favorite uh, Jeffrey Combs? Ooh. Well, I mean, you you said something about Frighteners, which is yeah. one of his best performances. I don't know, really. I love the Reanimator movies. I just yeah. He just does such a good job. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, probably probably uh, my second favorite Jeffrey Combs scene is where he's got that stuffed cat on his back and he's <laughs> <laughs> rolling around in the basement. Good point. It's my second favorite. Uh. Flying penis monsters. But penis. Uh. It's a vagina monster. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> and they hate glass. Especially those windows. Jesus, how many times are they going to break? Yeah, they somehow magically got replaced from the time of the crime scene. So, Terry, Jeffrey Combs. Oh. Um. I guess, I, you know, I would say Frighteners, too. I had kind of forgotten about that, but now that you brought it up, that, uh, I always forget that it's him because he looks so different in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I'll go with that. I really, I've always really enjoyed him in that movie. Super fucking creepy. There's a lot of stuff, I mean, that you probably had forgotten Jeffrey Combs is in. Because when you brought up Castle Freak, I forgot he was yeah. in that. <clears throat> yeah, and I, don't, I almost forgot about when he played Poe in Masters of Horror. That's like, oh yeah, that was an amazing performance, actually. Mm-hmm. But he's which, so unrecognizable. Which one was that? The uh, the black hat, I think it was. I yeah, honestly don't know if I've seen that one. I only that own was a for few the of second them. season, I think. Oh, yeah. that might be why. I've only really seen stuff from the first one, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I think Stuart Gordon did two of those. Okay. Episodes. Yeah, the Black Hat was the one he did for the second season. Yeah. The, fir- the one for the first season was the, the witch house. something something witch house or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. That one I think I have. The only one anybody really needs to own is Cigarette Burns. But That's not true. I think that, well, okay, there are a lot of good ones, but I think okay. that is by far the best one. But that's just because I, I like that lost movie kind of thing. Oh, sure. Jason, favorite Jeffrey Combs? I'm looking. Oh, okay. I'm cheating. We should have stopped. Oh, that's right. I knew my answer. Yeah? Ratchet. What was it? Ratchet. Ratchet? That's the... He plays Ratchet in the Transformers Prime cartoon show. (laughs) That's why I had no clue what you were talking about. He's done a a lot of animated voice work over the past... My favorite of that... Is, what the fuck? My favorite of that is he did the voice of the question in the Justice League cartoons. That's hot. How's he still laughing when his head split open like that? Oh, his, I mean... It's, it's a movie. 
Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. So, like, it's still kind of confusing, though. Um, Abominable. That's they exist. Yeah, yeah. He's awesome in that too. Um, they both exist in the same realm or whatever. But up, oh, Ken's gonna lose his oh, three yeah. balls of doughy food that he ate. <laughs> like that's gonna help. Mm, thank you for that slow motion egg drop. Yeah. <laughs> right after a few. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they only can see each other when the machine's going, or the yeah the, the penis the penis gland the re- is the resonator machine. Like when you turn it on, it's supposed to like yeah, like it's supposed but to they... make you more aware, like and you can sense more than you would like any normal person can. See, and I get that. That all makes sense, but what doesn't make sense is. Can those creatures see them without the machine going? No, I think he said their vision is based on movement, pretty yeah. much. And if they exist in the same plane, then when the doctor morphed into that slimy hand creature thing and was going after Ken, wouldn't he have still attacked him, even though the machine was shut off? If they exist in the same plane? He was in mid motion. I think it's and it was some, on top some of serves as some sort of gateway to or something. Oh, I'm okay. trying to remember the story. Um, I know I've seen this movie a dozen times, and I could still never explain it. So it's a little bit. It's more out there than most uh, Lovecraft adaptations on the uh, concepts go. As far as the concepts go, mm-hmm. yeah. Favorite. I wonder. <laughs> Chelsea's going to be like, you fuckers, it's this. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It's a great movie. I love it. Favorite Lovecraft adaptation that's not Reanimator. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, who wants to go first? Jason. From Beyond. There you go. Good answer. <laughs> John? Wait, what? <laughs> Favorite Lovecraft adaptation that's not Reanimator? Oh, fuck. This one? <laughs> I'm sorry, it's yes. gonna be Reanimator. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond Reanimator. <laughs> yeah. I like Bride. But I like Bride. Better Actually, yeah, Bri- Bride. Sorry, yeah, Beyond's kind of crappy. Uh, uh, it, I think it's uh, it just suffers in its budget restraints. Yeah. I think more. But then again, like, it's all Jeffrey Combs. He's the only thing that makes that movie survive. Well, yeah. So. Okay, sorry, Terry, you're... you're, Um, I... This... I really haven't seen that many, I guess. Sam's getting mad. He's got a list of, like, 10. Yeah. Down to... (laughs) (laughs) Hurry up! Nah. Uh Uh-huh. I I mean, any Cthulhu thing? I don't... (laughs) Yeah, there's, uh... The Call of Cthulhu, like mm-hmm. a, si- a silent film version, that's definitely one of the Shit. better ones. It was made in, a, let me see what year that was. 
What's a Cthulhu? I'm kidding. <laughs> I, w- I would have no business being on here. <laughs> There's a really awesome uh, video I found years and years ago, back when that song "Hey There, Delilah" was really popular. Ugh. You remember that song? Yeah, it's annoying. I know. But there's a really awesome version called Hey There, Cthulhu. It's super nerdy and dorky and awesome. I can't remember the guy that sings it. But yeah, the, uh, the Call of Cthulhu from 2005 is a really good one. Oh, Very I know underrated. what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like a okay. kind of a silent era pastiche. It's done in like a silent movie format. Uh. It's like I this. I can't remember. The, I can't remember the name of the production company, but it's this kind of experimental production company. Yeah, I, I think it was that's solely doing Lovecraft adaptations. Yeah, I think it was produced by uh, the H.P. Lovecraft Historical S- Society. Yeah, that sounds which, right. Which uh, yeah. they do a lot of, you know, Lovecraft-related stuff. They do like a lot of audio presentations. I, I think they did an audio, uh, you know, like a classic radio story style kind of uh, adaptation of of this story from beyond and, and others. But, uh, but yeah, I think they did The Call of Cthulhu. And they're they're affiliated with the uh, the HP Lovecraft Literary Podcast, which is something I would recommend too. Awesome. So, wait, was that your pick for your favorite or were you just... I don't know. I don't <laughs> know what my... I want to say reanimator, but you said we can't pick that. So <laughs> then pick pick bride. I don't Close. know. It's a, that's a good one, but that's I really that's technically I, reanimator. I was really like Dagon or Degon. Mm-hmm. You know, I own that. Never watched it. It's not bad. I think the first half is way better than the second. I think the second half kind of suffers. Yeah, a little. It, but the first half I thought was really really creepy, and you know, it's especially yeah. considering it's about fish people it's good but it kind of has the quality of like a tv movie a made for tv mm. thing oh yeah it, again it it suffers on its budget but but still worth it and i kind of consider very loosely a um in the mouth of madness a uh kind of lovecraftian oh yeah mm-hmm. i love that i love that's that just movie. a great fucking movie all around and Sam mm-hmm. Neill. Has anybody ever seen the the kind of the horror comedy uh, last? I think it's called the Last Lovecraft. Yes, I was actually just going to bring that up. Is that any good? I've I've seen it at once, and I didn't really care for it at the time. But I think I had pre misconceived notions going in, thinking that it was going to be like super funny because the. The fat guy with the beard just seemed like he was going to be this amazing comic relief character through the whole film. And he was, but it felt like it was few and far between uh, of those great moments. And then, um, and it also just kind of, uh, kind of suffered with some continuity flaws too, but I kind of want to revisit it. It was, it was, it was all right. Yeah. It was dorky. But not dorky enough, though, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Why would you stop? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I get it. 
Hell yeah, Jeffrey Combs. Oh, I mean Barbara. Yeah. Do you really have to stop him? (laughs) 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 Something slimy. name isn't that a reference to Frankenstein or something yeah it's like uh, Frankenstein's oh what the hell was it his friend or mentor or something like that Frankenstein, Henry oh. Frankenstein's former teacher. That's Dr. Pretorius. Yeah. Ouch. Oh, man, I was looking at IMDb when there's <laughs> Barbara Crampton boobies. God damn it. Didn't somebody tell me? I'm all sorry I wanted them all to myself. Do you think Stuart Gordon has, like, some kind of, like, really sick and twisted... Yes. Um, totally. Sexual fantasies concerning Barbara Crampton. I would. Every time she's naked in one of his movies, she's being fondled by like some monster. Or a severed head <laughs> trying to go or down. Or a severed on head. Yeah. Great rack, though. Yeah. Ew. 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 No. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Just stand there and let it happen, though, Barbara. Nothing like Ken running through the house in his undies. I don't maybe grab pants first. Fuck pants. You're right. (laughs) Ken Forey battle cry. (laughs) Hey, you guys. He gets electrocuted because he's standing in water. Barbara, no. That's so fucked up. That's I want to make out with Barbara. A lot of of tongue and slime. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like Ken wrestling him there. (laughs) Just... Yes. And he's dead. <laughs> and he's bald. Sucked his hair right <laughs> off. Where's her hair? <laughs> oh, he's like a baby. <laughs> he probably is. 
really big baby. Excuse me, Barbara, you uh, need to lose your clothes. <laughs> yeah, you can use both hands to pull those cords out, honey. It's yeah, okay. it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> you, just let the, do something about that hair, though. I'll just let the dress <laughs> fall right over me, man. It's fine. We won't. We don't judge. <laughs> <laughs> we don't judge. We might have to rename this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> can she put ointment on my chest? <laughs> I've got a cold. I, could you uh, bring over the Vicks? That'd be awesome. Soft kid. Yeah. You gotta go counterclockwise, otherwise you mat my hair. <laughs> Ken can join too. You think this is the last movie when Ken finally decided, yeah, I should just shave it? Like how far? How much farther can it recede before he decides that it's uh, it's time to go? I don't know. I like that. Oh, he looks still looks that uh, awesome. sexy thing he's got going on there. I don't. <laughs> Favorite Ken Forey? That's not um, Dawn of the Dead. What? I know mine. Death Spa. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> or or and I I hope somebody else on the podcast has seen this. Black Santa's Revenge. No, I haven't. It was a short film that he uh, made, like, God, ten years ago, maybe now, man, maybe more recently than that. Limited run on DVD and whatnot. My buddy has a copy, and when we met him the second time, I think my buddy uh, presented him with the uh, the DVD, and he's like, "I have never had anybody bring this up. <laughs> like, huh. I can't believe you fucking have this." Basically, uh, Black Santa Claus gets really pissed off at like the crime or whatever, and kind of gets revenge. It's been a while since I've seen it, like ages, but there you go. it's good. There you go. But now Barbara's on, and yeah, I'm on the strap, strapping herself in. <laughs> well, since I already said Death Spa, without thinking about it realistically, I'll give Jason's answer, and that is um, Brutal Massacre. Yeah. Ken Forey is hilarious in that movie. I have never seen that. Need to see dude, it. Dude, so, so funny. Dude, bro. Bro, dude. Dude, dude bro. Hey, bro. Well, of course I need to see it. It's got Ken in it. It's got everybody in it. It's got David Naughton in it. What's it called again? Brutal Massacre. Yeah, I definitely haven't seen it. <clears throat> yeah, David Naughton is the star of it, actually. He's, he's the lead. But it's got, it's also got, um, oh crap, I'm forgetting names again. Betsy Palmer is in it. And, uh, oh damn it, the other girl from Evil Dead. You know. Played Ash's sister. Ellen Sandweiss? Yes. She's in it. She's, oh, she's so awesome in it. Like, I, I'd never really seen her in anything but Evil Dead until I saw Brutal Massacre. And after that, it's like, I only want to see her movies. She's so awesome and funny in it. But it's also got... Um, so that's your horror cast. I think I'm forgetting somebody, but I can't Wasn't think of it Gunnar Hansen in that, too? Oh, shit! That's right! Gunnar Hansen! Burn this fucker down. Steals the shit. Yeah, I quote it all the time. Jason will ask me questions about things around the house, and, I, and I'm always like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to tear the fucker down and rebuild it. Which is the line from the movie. 
<laughs> okay. Okay, I think I do know what you're talking about. I remember seeing the uh, the poster, but yeah, I've never seen it. That's oh, great, so and it's about filmmaking and yeah, it's really cool. I love him as Big Joe Grizzly, though. Oh That's yeah. true. But he's badass. Anyway, Barbara's in leather. Oh. <laughs> Mike's gonna get really quiet here for about ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go quiet. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Oh, who am I kidding? I'm a, I... I'm already done. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is bullshit. How come I don't wake up and have Barbara Crampton molest me? <laughs> You don't look like that. So my favorite Ken Ford. <laughs> uh, I'll just say Leatherface since no one else has said that. Yay! Oh yeah, I kind of forgot about that. Oh, you guys are talking a... right now. I'm sorry. <sighs> I'm kidding. I can multitask, John. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. First of all, <laughs> you were the first then... one done. You've seen this so many times. Ricky! You could have thought that having a girl on the podcast would curb the inappropriateness (laughs) a little bit, but no. You remember what movie we were watching. Okay, that's just weird. Ew. (laughs) I'll sweat. (laughs) It really did get quiet. (laughs) <laughs> uh, just staring at her ass like I forgot what was going on, huh? Really podcast. We're doing a podcast. That's oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, we're all oh, fuck, motherfuckers. Yeah, because that's what he would say. <laughs> so can I join? How are we doing this? <laughs> She's all about it. He's just like, I don't know. I did. Look what I put on. Yeah. <laughs> she got dressed. You should really put something warmer on. It's a bit nipply. I mean, <laughs> nippy. Uh... I wonder what her kids think of her movies if they've ever seen them. Like, oh, mom! <laughs> Not too many where she doesn't show the goods, yeah. is there? Or she does super crazy fucked up sexual things <laughs> like this. <laughs> She was pretty good in a uh, year next, and she was oh, in shit. that "We're right. Still Here" movie, which is we all still here. Awesome. Which I think I'm so happy that she's kind of had a resurgence over the she's, past few yeah, years. Yeah, she's too. got a lot of other movies coming out too, mm-hmm. or related. So yeah, it's nice that yeah. she's getting more love again. I'll give her some love. Yeah. <laughs> no, she she's a genuinely great actress. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I was watching uh she was in some fucking soap opera. I was watching some clips on YouTube. Not the soap research, opera. Research, right? For research? Clips. Right, right, right. <laughs> Who am I? I don't know. What's that mirror up there? Uh, for reasons. So- for, for reasons. <laughs> no, well, that's that was the sex. That's the sex room, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> like asking, why is there a donkey in there? It's the sex room. You just have a donkey in there, right? No. Is that picture in the background someone holding a dildo? Probably. <laughs> Wait, what about the bed? Yeah. I thought it was a girl's crotch, and I couldn't figure out if that was panties, shading, or something yeah, else. Yeah, no, like, I think she was holding a dildo, was the red thing. Oh, the, oh, they had the red, oh, oh my god. <laughs> Man, what? this is, this is kinky. I'm officially offended now. <laughs> That's it, I'm out. <laughs> Sex doesn't belong in horror movies. Barbara Crampton and Powder's being attacked by bees. <laughs> Oh, powder. Oh, Ken's death, though, is, <laughs> is <laughs> so good. Oh, yeah. I almost forgot. It's, I mean, it's well done to a point, and then it just crosses over into super cheese land. I Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's, exactly. Yeah, the effect doesn't quite work. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it, I'm going to save them white people. <laughs> <laughs> like, you really like his character in this, because he's just the consummate good guy. You know, he's just like... It looked like they dropped beads on them and then reversed it. Uh, Oops. No, not the light. Yeah, it's definitely just beads. <laughs> or kitty litter. Ooh, I bet it is kitty litter. <laughs> but his arms are suddenly huge. Yeah. Like, what the f- <laughs> So bad. Makes me think of the Piranha remake where, uh, What's his name is like laying there. Where's my dick? <laughs> <laughs> Jerry O'Connor. Yeah. Oh yeah. It probably wouldn't be so bad if it if his head wasn't perfectly intact, you know? Well it, like everything else is stripped away, but his head it's just got a little bit of blood but on it. But it also looked like they didn't really have him like tilt his head back. Like he was laying on the ground. It was just like yeah, you're getting that yeah, hole and just put your head there. Yeah, that's true. It's a good point. <laughs> My dickhead! What the fuck? What's underneath it? Did it poop? <laughs> God damn it, now we gotta clean that up. Uh. I know what'll save the day. Fire extinguisher. See, again, I think, like, Stuart Gordon had some 
pent up feelings about Barbara Crampton. Um, according to IMDb, studio execs opposed the casting of Barbara Crampton as as the Doctor Mickles because they thought she was too young to be believable as a psych- psychologist. <laughs> Stuart Gordon, however, mm-hmm. insisted that Crampton be cast, and she was. It's kind of ironic, because nowadays she'd probably be considered too old. <laughs> That's the sad thing about Hollywood. it, yeah. You're absolutely right. Like you, you're still hot, but you're just a, you're just a tad too old. We're going to have to cast somebody else. And it's a sad thing, like, as far as actresses go, they have such a small window, really, to be able to have a successful career. Yeah. How old was she in this movie? Let's find out. When we say, let's find out, does that mean you're doing it? I'm yeah. on it. <laughs> Nothing will ever beat Caroline, Caroline Monroe being cast as a teenager or a high schooler in Slaughter High. Nah, no shit. Was she like in her 40s she when that movie was made? If you had read my review on it, Mike, she was 36. Uh, uh, that's close to 40. You Which know how we feel about reading. <laughs> oh, that's right. Or counting. She would have been 28. Maybe. Are you shitting yeah, me? Maybe 27 that's, when they filmed. It, yeah. That's extremely believable as a psychiatrist or psychologist or whatever the fuck oh, yeah. it was. I mean, I mean, I get it. She like, does look I, younger than like, that. Yeah. But but shit. Like nowadays, she'd be. You're right. At this age, she's at right now. She would probably at this day and age should be considered too old to be playing the part. They'd be like, um, so here's the deal. Could you get breast implants? They're not big enough. <laughs> it's true. Uh... He's gonna have a procedure. <laughs> So the film was filmed in um, in Italy, Italy and Rome, which I believe the um, reanimator and dolls was too. Peekaboo, peekaboo, dickhead. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so gross. Ew. It really is just kind of dickhead. <laughs> Kind of looks like a butthole. There's almost kind of a Three Stooges quality to this. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what am I forgetting? Like, it feels like the movie's almost over, but we've still got how much left? Like a half an hour or something like that? Yeah. Do you guys remember when the first time you saw this movie was? I remember renting it in my teenage years and watching it in my over and over. Yeah, I was going to say, certain <laughs> scenes, you wore that tape I think, out. I th- nah, that was that was definitely her scenes in Reanimated. Reanimated, but, yeah, uh, true. <laughs> um, nah, I... I just thought this movie was a little too fucked up for me back then. Yeah. Yeah, I actually... I first saw this movie. I didn't see it all at once, but I caught, like, a good chunk of it. Like, late at night. I was probably maybe six or seven. And I was, like, downstairs sleeping on the couch. I think I had, like, a friend over, but... 
It was probably on, like, USA or something, but, like, I just, like, woke up in the middle of the night, and this was on, and I just watched it, and it, like, fucked me up completely. Yeah. But it it was crazy, because, like, you know, it was at a time, you know, before the internet, obviously, so... Yeah, if you missed the first part, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, somebody's playing things. <laughs> you don't even have to miss the first part. If you even yeah. see it from the beginning, you're still like, what the fuck is going so on? So it really right? is you like I thought you dreamed movie. it. Yeah, yeah, it was like, no, seriously, because like, you know, there, <laughs> there wasn't like any, you know, TV guide or like, you know, description thing. So I didn't even know what the movie was. It was just like this crazy movie that fucked me up. And like <laughs> that you're afraid to explain to your friends. Yeah, but like yeah. literally for years, like I had no idea what this movie was. It just like haunted me for so long, and I tried, I tried to you know find it for so long, and it wasn't until I discovered like Reanimator and stuff, and I started looking at Stuart Gordon's movies that finally I, I found it, and I'm like, oh thank yes. thank God I wasn't going crazy. It's, <laughs> it's real, <laughs> but uh. Don't you? Don't you hate that shit when you watch a movie and you don't know what it is? I can't even do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like nowadays, I catch a movie it's after it already. Yeah, but like back in the day, like if you didn't, you know, have TV guide, if you didn't have TV guide or whatever, yep. like you, you would have no idea. <laughs> and they don't make a Shazam for movies yet. <laughs> Shazam. Apple-wise. Oh, I see. Well, the okay. same thing plagued me as for music. Yeah through my life but if you have a smartphone yeah. sam there's an app called shazam oh. it's the greatest thing ever it just needs five seconds of a song and it can tell you what it is it's bizarre and amazing yeah it's, it's magic there's like a website like that too like what's it called like midomi or something i don't know but yeah there needs to be one for movies there that should would be awesome i'd be a bitch to program that yeah get on that mike come on Okay. It can't be. It's got to be worse for music. Every song ever. Yeah, I would written. probably never find anything that I want to listen to. Yeah, no shit. Well, see, I have a couple of streaming channels on the Roku that play that plays like more obscure stuff, mm-hmm. and I would watch those channels twenty four seven if I knew what the fuck was. You know, I turn it on and it's in the middle of something, and I'm just like, uh, I I watch it for like five seconds. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. There's only been I need a couple. To know. What's that? You need to know. I do. I do. It really bothers me. Um, there's only been maybe a couple times that I've that I've actually sat through something because it captivated captivated me so much. The one that stands out in my mind most. Um, first time I ever saw um, um, Joe Diamato's Absurd was on one of these. Oh, channels. nice! I still need to and see I had, that one. Oh, it's so awesome! Um, I still haven't seen the beginning of it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when I saw when I saw half of it on the, one of these channels, I couldn't shut it off. I didn't even care. Mm. It had like the coolest freaking scene ever, coolest freaking torture death scene I've yeah. ever seen in me. Where the killer shoves this woman's head in the oven, sold, and turns the oven on and holds her head in there. Oh, just the way it was shot, it's just brutal. So awesome. So a lot of it. A lot of the channels on Roku free. I don't know how this works. I'm yeah. not 
There's a lot of them that are free, yeah. Okay. And stuff, especially stuff that would appeal to you and me. Okay. There's a lot of that stuff I've, that is. I've free, been thinking but... of buying a Roku, and Mike will happily guide you through it. Oh yeah, sounds good to me. Tons of channels to All put right. on there. Because I mean, I can get a Roku for next to nothing. I mean, it's worth it. And if you already have like a Netflix account or Hulu or whatever, you can do that through your Roku too. Oh yeah, well, everything the I, same everything I own at this point can do Netflix. Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. Even my TV will stream Netflix. I can watch Netflix on my goddamn phone. Yeah, man. which I don't know why anybody would do that. Unless I've done it a couple times, like at work. Yeah. When I'm on my break and I know I have to watch this movie for a podcast <laughs> we're about to record. As long as there's Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that brain. How come no one ever does that effect anymore? Oh. I know. I'm gonna that brain. Oh, I'm gonna get in that brain. Did she suck out his yeah. eye? Did he suck out her eyeball and kick her in the crotch? Yeah, this is the scene that like fucked me up for years. <laughs> uh, I saw that as a kid. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Hey, listen to this song. I actually, I actually, uh, <laughs> I actually met oh. Carolyn Purdy Gordon a few years ago. Oh, no kidding! At a convention, and uh, I told her about this scene and how I watched it like as a kid, and it fucked me up. And she's like. Where were your parents? We didn't even let our children watch that shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, do you need but to no. lock them? <laughs> Pretty much. But no, you know, she she's in a lot of Stuart Gordon's movies. And she mm-hmm. always plays like a mega bitch. Yeah. She's so good at it. But in real life, she's like a total sweetheart. So. Well, so I think they met at the... In- in th- when you know when he was doing theater, yeah, I think they go back to probably like college. There's like yeah, I've seen I've seen like an old picture of them, and they're like wicked young. They don't even look the same. I wonder if he was with her. God, I'm trying to think what I would have seen him. I didn't meet him for some stupid reason, but I wonder if he was with her when he was signing autographs at one of the conventions. Well, again, yeah. she's been she's still a working actress. Mm-hmm. And she still gets a, quite a bit of work. So I don't think she does much though anymore. I was right? just about ready to pull her up, so I know I'm not completely talking out of my ass. Because I asked her about it, and she's like, "No one wants me. I'm too old." Aww. Aww. Looks like she. I get- oh yeah, I apologize. She hasn't worked as much as I thought. You liar. <laughs> Yeah, it's mostly Stuart Gordon movies. <laughs> Apparently, she wrote a lot of ER episodes. Really? Yeah, I was looking at that too, and I think that's, that's what originally caught my attention. Made me think that she worked a lot. But look at it closer, Sam. Oh, it's not. That's not the. It's not the ER that we're thinking. It's a different ER. It's some like 1984 ER. TV the uh, the show, comedy. That yeah. George Clooney was actually on. <laughs> Was he really? Yeah, he was on a he was on an era comedy back in the uh, '80s. I think Elliot Gould was. Uh... Yep, oh, Elliot wow. Gould. Man, I know a lot of useless shit, don't I? <laughs> Actually, the show was a pretty funny, from what I remember. But I mean, it, it's probably been twenty five years since I've seen an episode. 
You're right. George Clooney was on eight episodes as Ace. <laughs> Jason Alexander was on seven episodes. Really? Yeah. Karen Black was on three episodes. Hmm. Sherman Hemsley was on two episodes. As George Jefferson. What the fuck? I need to find this show. Dickhead. I can't believe you didn't know about it. I probably had seen it back in the day, but... You were probably, like, young enough slash old enough that you're like, I'm not watching that shit. I was probably old, well, I would... You know what I mean? I'd watch everything on TV when I was a kid. (laughs) So I probably watched it, but again, I watched so much TV as a kid that it was definitely a show that didn't... Yeah, well, I'm trying to remember how I would have seen it. I want to say maybe Lifetime, way back in the day, played reruns of it, and I watched it, because Ellie Gould... Yeah. I wonder if they have episodes on uh, YouTube. I'm gonna. I'll be right back, guys. <laughs> and Mike's gone for the night, folks. <laughs> Just kidding. But I do have a Barbara's TV back. show you should uh, look up on YouTube when we're not talking about horror movies. <laughs> we just got done having a ten-minute conversation about some. Yeah, but this one has. Known. I mean, this one. I don't know if I want to give it attention. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. But yet you're wanting me to watch yeah, it. Yeah, okay. it'll make you go, what the fuck? Dude! Dave from Cheats on Dave is in an episode of this ER oh, show. Really? What? And we're gonna, yeah. And, and we're going to meet him. So when you meet him this weekend, tell him that you love him as Gary Riley from the TV. But you were in I don't remember that. <laughs> I'll give you guys a dollar to do that. <laughs> a dollar. Gee, thanks, Dad. I just don't think it's going to take too much to get you to do it, so I'm not really <laughs> myself out there that much. Damn it, I should have held out a little bit longer. <laughs> Ooh, Tom Towles was in an episode, and that's awesome. All right, I got to stop. Sorry. <laughs> You're getting kind of a chub. And not for Barbara. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a that's a big problem. If something else has my attention. Really, should have you should you have used the word big? Yeah. Uh. I'm a little disappointed too. Like my memory for this movie isn't as strong as it, I thought it was. I could have sworn Ken Forey had way more gaudy turtleneck sweaters in this movie. Nah. Just the one. I wonder wonder what... Because we're watching the uh, director's cut, which I don't think I've seen. I wonder what... What the missing footage is that... Because he said like a minute of... A minute? 30 seconds or a minute? Yeah. Maybe the eye-sucking scene lasted longer. Mm. Or was longer. I don't know. I don't know. That shot right there looked kind of, I don't know, just weird. This this is like very Freudian type stuff. I know, right? This whole movie is just like. <laughs> Oh, 
Like these moments when he's got the protruding penis. Um, you know, penis yeah. tentacle. And he's seeing it. He's seeing the weird vision. It really reminds me a lot Ew. of um, ah, ah. brain damage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And of course, the uh, the pineal gland or pineal gland, however you want to say it. It's uh, penis. There's like a lot of you know, legends surrounding it, I guess you could say. They call it, like, the third eye. So I don't think I don't think this is entirely Lovecraft's invention. There's, like, a, a long history of, like, mysteries surrounding the pineal gland, and it's sort of a... It's connection to the ethereal realms... Ew. <laughs> He's got like a baby arm. Yeah. <laughs> T-Rex arm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just call me unit? I think so. <laughs> kind of reminds me of the, the bat thing in Fright Night. Yeah. A little... Not again. Everything is so slimy. Yeah. See, that's why CGI sucks so much cuz you you can't get that slimy texture with. Yeah. I miss her glasses. I miss her oh. boobs. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is she wearing Ken Forey's turtleneck right now? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, I don't know what to do. High five it? <laughs> I wonder how much of the budget was spent on pink gels for this movie. Oh, shit. <laughs> no kidding. It's weird that I find her really hot with just that little bit of blood on her chin. <laughs> I mean, I don't. <laughs> sure. <laughs> she threw it right by the door. Yeah. I need to go that way. Uh... <clears throat> Got his head spinned right off. Mmm, uh, slime. I wonder what extra-dimensional eels taste like. I bet they'd be good chicken, with some chicken. barbecue sauce. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. Is that monster peeing? What's going on? I think hey, so. Hey, when you gotta go, you gotta go. Yep. Ah. Damn it, that chin blood is sexy. Told you. 
<laughs> Someone's in my fruit cellar. <laughs> Come on, Herbert. What? I what? mean, what? What? I have hair again. I can't Don, put on that leather thing you had on earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still wearing it. <laughs> Is that Herbert West from the other? Oh shit. Uh. <laughs> it's making he's making it kiss kiss its own ass. <laughs> Now we're gonna have you get covered in slime and get in this suit and just wrestle yourself. Are you cool with that? Hell yeah! Oh, I still can't get up. There's so much slime. <laughs> swallow your soul. Swallow your soul. I swallow your soul. There you go. Go. Do something. Oh shit. <laughs> Clearly a man. There's, there was still glass in that window? Mm -hmm. Still. Oh, ouch. Her pants is on fire! Oh, wait. Her knee is hanging out. Yeah. Oh, gross! Mm -hmm. Ow. <laughs> and there were neighbors. We brought you inside a Washing a dish. <laughs> I heard a noise. So I came so I out. Came out. <laughs> oh, and oh, that dang. fucking dog! I don't. I forgot words. That dog's gonna lick that. the wound. Her knee was on the outside. What's going on? I'd lick her wound. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. oh, why? I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> why is uh, why is this archetype so common? Like the fat old lady with the hair curlers and the dog. <laughs> like it's such a specific archetype. Well, thank you. According, to the, according to the last na last na national census, um, little you know, old fat ladies and curlers outpopulated. <laughs> Stop! Yeah, uh, I'm calling damn. it. You tried. What's? Oh no! She's broke. <laughs> From beyond <Woo>! to infinity. <laughs> Bed bath and from beyond. JC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the woman with the porg name was the fat lady in curlers. <laughs> oh, oh, Summers. This movie's ruined. <laughs> I don't know if Bondage Girl was Regina. 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 <laughs> You're going to think I'm crazy, but you know who the hottest girl was in that movie? Regina. Sorry. <laughs> Good old four-year-old virgin. Yeah. Put a little rouge on you. Tuck your sack back. I guess it was shot in Italy. Look at all these Italian names. Oh, yeah. Baba Boopy? Nunzio Colucci. It's coming from one of the bigger Italian horror fans on the show. That's really. That's the only Italian he knows. Baba Boopy? 
Fettuccine <laughs> Alfredo. Spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you guys seen that Family Guy where he's Peter's wearing like a denim jacket or whatever, and they go into the the butcher shop, and he's like, "You can't speak Italian. What do you? Just because you're wearing that jacket?" And he's like, "Bobby the Boopy, excuse And the guy starts getting pissed off behind the counter. <laughs> oh, wait a minute! Conceptual artwork, Neil Adams. I wonder if that's comic book artist Neil Adams. Probably not. Probably oh, is. Conceptual art. Give it a shot. Look it up. No. That's <laughs> too hard. My phone's down there. Yeah. Mark Showstrom. So, nice. uh, let's see. There's some Kurtz when there's a K. There's an N. All oh, right. shit. That was old. Nuscatero was just a technician back then. Just um, Well, I think they were working under Mark. They were still working yeah. under Mark Sostrom at the time. Yeah. Um. So, Jason, first yeah. time watching from beyond. Final thoughts. Good. Good. <laughs> good. Barbara. That was your first time. Yeah. I was hoping I'd get away with it, but. Somebody had to say something. <laughs> Have you seen this before, Terry? Yeah. I oh, had, okay. I, not too long ago when Maybe I did my the... thingy. Wicked Is it making words. any more sense after watching it again? Mm, no. Yeah. It's not that it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's, just, it's just weird. It it's just that it, it doesn't make it's, sense. Yeah. It's just, it's just too big of a concept to fit into one movie. Like, it... it it's a big created world that just it cannot be cannot be explained in an hour and twenty two minutes. Yeah, it's kind of hard to follow, but but at the end of the day, does it really matter? No, it doesn't. I mean, everything else is so solid that it that you just accept it and just go along for the ride. Yeah. So. There's also Whereas, yeah. I was gonna say there's also like a really good short film adaptation. That was made recently. It's on YouTube. It's called From From Beyond. Oh, it's yeah. just like a little short video. That's pretty based good. more on the original material, or it's like it's based, like or based on this. It's like a joke adaptation of mainly the original short story. Oh, okay. like the premise is that you know the Crawford Tilling has character. He creates this machine, the resonator, and. It's like so amazing, but then like his friend is like, "Yeah, whatever. Oh, that's that's cool. Good for you. Oh, flying eel things. That's that's kind of cool, I guess. <laughs> whatever. If you're into that know. thing, but no, it's a fun video. You should check out from from beyond. From from beyond. Yeah. Thanks. All right, so that wraps. What I was gonna huh? say, uh, the trivia uh, on a uh, Neil Adams. IMDb says he is a comic book artist. It is the Neil Adams. Now I want to see that conceptual art because Neil Adams is probably in my uh, my top ten favorite comic book artists. He's in my top five. You don't even know. He's in my he's my top. There. Yeah. He's not number one. That's George Perez. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Yeah, I Alex told Ross. That. Alex Ross is is a close second. And I guess so. I guess I was wrong. I guess it's. From Beyond the Beyond is the title. There it is. 
Nice. Nice. Okay, now any other uh, final thoughts on From Beyond? I like it. I think it's probably my second favorite of the Stuart Gordon, Jeffrey Combs, Barbara Crampton, Carolyn Purdy Gordon collaborations <laughs> that they did. There needs to be more of those. Yeah. Now, bearing in mind that you know Brian Usna and Stuart Gordon, these are the same guys who brought you Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. So let that sit, sit in your mullet for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Craziness. Yeah. I always thought it was I remember, I remember being a teenage horror fan when Honey, I Shrunk the Kids came out. You're just like, no way. And I saw Stuart Gordon's and Brian Hughes' name attached to story credits. And I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Well, it's a crazy idea. So yeah, that part makes sense. Yeah. But, yeah. but I think even more than that, it's just like, I think um, studio-wise, that's the biggest credit oh, yeah. they've ever had. Attached to a, you know, as far as as far as a big film goes, you know what I mean. Like they've never really been, never really done anything in the studio system, and here, a fucking Disney movie. Yeah, well, I think they just wanted to make, you know, because they're making all these hardcore horror movies, and they, you know, they had kids at the time, and so none of the kids could watch their movies because of how <laughs> fucked up yeah. they were. So they made. Honey, I shrunk the kids to sort of satisfy their children, but also, you know, entertain adults at the same time. You know, it is. You know, like Robert Rodriguez did. Yeah. He Although, turned his back on his roots and turned, made but, a, oh. but Honey, I Shrunk the Kid is, that's, it's for like all ages as opposed to fucking Spy Kids, which is stupid. <laughs> yeah. I love Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That I watched that. Yeah. Within the last couple of years, because I think it was on Netflix for a while, and I yeah, still had fun with it. I oh yeah, it's still a good movie. Now the sequels, on the other hand, <laughs> they suck. I, I I remember blew up the kids because I was working at the mm-hmm. movie theater at the time. Um, I th- I think I remember that one being okay, but yeah, anything after that. And remember they had a TV show there too. Yeah, for a while? yeah. But that but that first movie just it was just a lot of fun. Yeah, well, in great cast too. You got Rick Moranis as the dad, and you got um, oh, what's his name? Max Hedrum is yeah, the dad. Yeah, I'm totally blanking on his name right now, but he's he's always great. Yeah, Matt Frewer. Yeah. Yes. I, I could picture him as the the dad in the Dawn of the Dead remake that gets shot, and then Max Hedrum. Yeah. Like I couldn't I couldn't figure anything else out. That great scene. I love, but almost hate that scene at the same time because that mo- that moment kind of pissed me off in the remake of like, oh, we're just going to introduce like ten new characters out of nowhere, kill them, and then kill them all off instantly. But it was cool. That I I always like seeing him in a movie, and then the guy who oh, played yeah. Tucker, I always liked that guy. Not that he I've was seen always him in a lot, but he's just kind of goofy and kind of a hillbilly. He was always my favorite, or uh, one of my favorite performances of him, or standout performances in this particular movie, The Stand. Miniseries. God, it's yeah. been ages since I've seen that. I do want to watch that again. He just he just plays this crazy freaking nutball that is supposed to deliver the bomb to the city or whatever. Okay, I kind of remember. Yeah. 
and when he shows up there, he's been just like traveling through the desert for like ever. So his face is all chapped, and he just looks all freaking mutated. He's just so sun bleached and dried out. <laughs> Best part of that movie is him, I think. But that's me. Okay, so that ah. concludes uh, that concludes this episode of Attack of the Killer podcast, the From Beyond commentary track. Thanks, Chelsea. Yes, thanks again to Chelsea for um, for suggesting we do this, and you too can come up with movies for us to do commentaries on if you donate to patreon so go to patreon tackle killer podcast check out the different tiers so you can um get all kinds of cool extra stuff yeah and things stuff and things stuff and things <laughs> <laughs> all right so you know thanks everybody for listening thanks everybody for being on and that concludes this episode we will talk to you again soon uh, bye-bye oh no could this be the end of What?